is this foolishness? How many dreams can you shape in a minute, an hour? The kind of clean you like best. Lost three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost. Next time you win. Steamy, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. Live. Now, <laughs> now, we're back on Ike Live, and this is JT Kenny actually hosting Ike Live now. Ike's Hijacking out, the show. Ike's out there fishing. My man Pete is here with me, but I am actually now the host of Ike Live, <laughs> the JT Kenny. That's what somebody called me a little bit ago. I heard him. I was down at the, at the Nichols booth. We were introducing my new Grass Wizard jig, and I heard somebody walk by and said, that's the JT Kenny, and I was like, I didn't know I was so cool that I was the JT Kenny. That's pretty awesome, Yeah, man. that was pretty awesome. I, I, I have heard you called the Grass Master right, before. Right, right. Well, actually, it's the Grass Wizard now, because that's my new gra- that's my new. Uh, Grass jig from Nichols Lures is a grass wizard. So, but yeah, we were down there. Now I turned around and looked, and it was just one of my buddies messing with me. So, the, I thought I actually qualified to be the JT Kenny. Dude, there for you a are the JT Kenny to us. <laughs> Welcome to Ike Live, everybody. We're here at the 2017 Bassmaster Classic, and uh, and we have the grass wizard himself, JT Kenny, the JT Kenny, with us. And uh, we just broke the news no more than an hour ago that. JT was in the hospital on his deathbed, and here he is sitting. It's a tremendous recovery, my well, friend. You know, it was a really <laughs> quick recovery, um, and I'm sure everybody's wondering going around, you know, going around the expo here. It's the 2017 Bassmasters Classic here in Houston. But I rolled my ankle the other night, got ah. on, a, got on a plane, came out here to Houston, stood around in the show all day yesterday, and uh, evidently, after you sprain your ankle. You shouldn't stand around and walk around in, a, in the giant Bassmasters Classic uh, Expo for a day. And I woke ill-advised. up ill-advised. Um, I woke up yesterday morning and my ankle was uh, about the size of a grapefruit and a half. It looks uh, like yeah, it, it looks still like doesn't, still doesn't look real hot. It looks like a foot from The Walking Dead. Right, right. It's still alive because it hurts. <laughs> so I can tell you right now, it is not dead. My foot is still very much alive. <laughs> did they give you some good stuff? At they the did. They gave me some pills about this long. Um, and here's what scares me: is that I've taken all those pills they gave me already, and it still hurts a little bit. Wow. So you it must know be that pretty, yeah, it must oh, be pretty man. bad. So I might not want to be around you when they wear yeah, off. Right, right. Well, I'll find something. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I'll get a hold of something. It, what might is not be, it might not be pill form. It, it might be uh, might might come out a little velvet bag and say Crown Royal yeah, on the side, uh, if you know what I mean. But uh, <laughs> hey, well, you'll have to share that with us tonight at the Ike after party at Lucky Sports Bar. We're going to be right. We're oh, maybe celebrating uh, Ike as the classic. You champ. know, man, how awesome would that be? I mean, uh, you know, he, he's had some success here on Lake Conroe before. He sure has. And, and and for him, to, I mean, he's all we know. I, you know. I know you guys have been reporting it all day. He's got one giant. Last thing Bass Track said, he still only had two. Yep, but he's um, made the move. Well, you know they cut that stuff off to keep it kind of. 
you know, I might yeah. be letting the cat out of the bag here, but uh, <laughs> I think people are aware. Right, I think people are pretty aware. Got to add a little drama. Right, got to add a little drama. But they cut that bass rack off. I'd say at noon or maybe even before. Right, right. They cut that thing off. So, so in, in JT Kenny's official thing, there's we don't know what they have. Right, and, and that's my opinion. And. Most of the time, my opinion's right. <laughs> you, could, you could ask some of my ex-girlfriends, and they might say that it's not right, but I always think it's right. <laughs> well, well, I think it's a good opinion <laughs> I, in this case, anyway. But the, I know uh, watching it, Mike has made his move. He's been fishing down lake, uh, yeah. catching those big ones down lake. Right. And then in the afternoon, if he, if he can't limit out, he goes up river and he flips in the mesquite. Yeah. And uh, and I just saw him wheel into the area where Brent was fishing. Right. They've been sharing that water for yep. the last two days, and Brent was kind of sweating where Mike was going to drop his boat. It, yeah. Well, and you know the other thing too, with Mike already having that one that one giant in there, he doesn't need to catch three five pounders to That's win. That's right. That's you know, right. I mean, he might be able to do it with three three pounders. So. I mean that—that's not too big of a stretch. No, that, like that could happen. That could really happen. <laughs> that could happen in two seconds. Oh. And, he, and he's left himself about three hours to yeah. do this to get that limit filled. Yeah. But one of one of the other ones. Did you uh, see what uh, Jordan um, Jordan Lee did? No, I did not. With a, he's sitting on like a monster twenty-four pound bag right really? now. Really? He's within ounces of the lead. Um, I see. I didn't know this. This, this, this is this is big time. Yeah, I didn't know this. I, I actually don't know this because I was over there trying to pimp Grass Wizard jigs. <laughs> you were working, <laughs> right? I was that, working. Well, I'm here at the you. expo working, as it should be. Right. Well, with with, with, other, a, with a huge angle. Oh my goodness! But hey, they should, is, that should be a clause in your contract. There, extra. I just want to talk about work work ethic for a minute. Okay. I don't really have that much. <laughs> but I was so bored sitting in my hotel room because the doctor told me to stay off of it. So I didn't come to the expo yesterday. And the first couple hours of just sitting around was okay. I kind of right. liked it. All right. And by about 5 o'clock, I almost jumped out of the hotel window. <laughs> so I don't sit around very well. So people probably are thinking, man, that JT Kenny's got some serious work ethic to be out there working for his sponsors with his obvious terrible injury that he sustained. <laughs> no, it's, it's just that I'm bored. Well, is really what it is. Hey, it's impressive that you're here. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you. You know, and and you know what else is impressive? And I, I got to bring this up because it was awesome, and we were pulling for you. Is that monster giant bag that you you almost did what Jordan Lee's trying to do right, right. today, yep. and, and almost stole that Harris tournament. Just a couple weeks ago. You know, it was one of those deals where the first couple of days I caught him um, flipping a gambler ace on, on uh, you know, lily pad stems and, and uh, you know, arrowheads. And, and I caught some ass and shallow eelgrass. But it was all spawning type stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've got enough. Ex- I haven't fished Harris Chain very much. I think that was my third trip I've ever been there in my life. But I kind of have a, a, a pretty good idea of what Florida fish do. You know what I mean? And, and I caught him pretty decent on the first day. Caught him pretty decent on the second day. And on the third day, when I only caught 10 pounds, but I caught a bunch of fish, but only had 10 pounds, and I'm fishing that spawning type stuff, not looking at them, but just on isolated cover that I know they spawn on. Understood. So when I start catching all those, a a lot of fish, but small ones, I know what's happened is the spawn's done. You know, that wave. You know, in Florida, we have waves and waves and waves that come in. But that wave is done because now... The eggs have been down there long enough that those little males are really starting to guard those eggs. They're getting they're getting a little touchy now. They're getting, getting aggressive. Right, they're getting aggressive. And when you start catching a whole bunch of males in, in a day's time, wow. and you haven't touched a female, 
You know what I mean? You you didn't you know I didn't catch one. I didn't lose one. I didn't see one boil on my bait. Like nothing led me to believe on that third day that there was any females left in any of the any of that shallow spawning area. And like I said, I wasn't sight fishing them, but I'm but I'm catching spawning fish. So that led me to believe by catching that many little ones, and, and, and I was kind of fishing the same general areas as I did the first two days when I caught nice bags, but I would catch a big one or two every day. Well, that day when I didn't touch a big one or anything, I knew I had to do something different, and plus I was in ninth, tied for tenth. I mean, I just snuck in there. What am I going to do, protect ninth place? <laughs> but, in the, but in the same thing... That's a great spot to be. Well, in the same thing... I can't do any worse than 10th, so I've already right. ha- it's already a great tournament. Why not try something? No matter what, it's a great tournament. Right. So that's what I did. I, I found a couple of shell beds over in Lake Griffin, and in the first three days I fished Big Harris and Little Harris. But during practice, I found a couple of shell beds in Lake Griffin. One of them, I made a couple of casts up there, caught a four-pounder on a lipless crankbait, threw a lipless crankbait back up there, had a pretty good one on, pulled off. I just reeled it in, never made another cast up there. Uh, went, and you hadn't fished those all week. hadn't fished those all week. Wow, but but and I went to a couple other ones and I marked a couple of fish on my on my side scan, my Lawrence guide scan marked a couple of fish, fished for those. This in practice, couldn't get those to bite, so I didn't really think a whole lot of it. But come the fourth day, when I'm pretty sure I don't have anything left in the you know how I had been catching them, mm-hmm. what the hell? You know I'm going I'm going to go fish those shell beds, and obviously a lot more fish had pulled out onto those and just like as i was saying those females were leaving those those mm-hmm. isolated things they were done their reproduction ritual they were coming out on those on those shell beds well when i get out there the first morning of the tournament go to the first shell bed where i caught the four pounder i sat down i start making some casts on the on the deeper end of it in about six feet and then as it goes up to the bank it gradually gets gets shallower mm-hmm. well up towards the bank maybe about 20 or 30 yards off the bank I see two or three big golden shiners come flying out of the water and one of those big, deep boils coming up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not a fish busting the surface. Right. Just like that big underwater boil come up. I said, oh, oh boys. This is before you made a cast. Uh, well, I had made a couple of casts out yeah. on the deep side of it. Okay. But I saw that. I reel, I reel my uh, lipless crankbait in real fast, fired out right into that boil. Dude, it sank down, and I made two cranks, and it just loaded up, and it was like a seven-pounder. And it was, for like the next 25 minutes, it was just Katie bar the door. I mean, it was on. That's amazing. I went from, you know, obviously just pulling up there to, in 20 minutes, I was balance beaming three-pounders, you know. Good. And I had like a seven and a five, and I'm balance beaming three-pounders. And I'm like 15, 20 minutes into the day. Like, I was catching one every cast. Wow. And I had some that jumped and threw it, and when Mm. when the lipless crankbait hit the water, another one had it. I mean, it was just... Wow. It was on, and then that that died off. I went to that other one where I marked a couple of big ones, mm-hmm. um, caught a couple of three-pounders I couldn't use, and then I went actually deeper on that one where on the other one they were shallower than where they were. I went deeper on the other one. It was about a mile and a half away. Pulled out a, a about an eight-foot deep diving plug, caught about a seven-pounder on that. Went back up to the first one, used the deep diving plug, caught some more up there on that, but none that I could use. And I ended up just bouncing back and forth between those two shell beds. But since I was in Lake Griffin, I had a really long, I didn't get the, a very long day. You know, I had a really long All trip that back no around. You got to go through yeah. the lock. And there's, at the Harris Chain, I don't know if anybody, any of you are familiar with it, there is so many no-wake zones and everything. I mean, it's it's about an hour and 20-minute trip. Wow. Um, one way. I'm not talking about there and back. I mean, one way. Right, It's right. about an hour and 20-minute trip. So, 
So, you know, you really, you're only getting a five-hour fishing day or whatever. And but it's kind of cool when you got 30, what was it, 37 pounds? Uh, 27. 27 pounds. 27, yeah. But, but to have 37 would have been awesome. That would have been I would have cool won by 10 pounds. Been, that would have been cool. Because I almost won anyway, so I would have <laughs> won by 10 pounds. But that's got to be cool. Exclamation point. <laughs> Boom. That's the fun time when you have an hour and a half and you're sitting on that bag. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a cool That's a cool <laughs> when you're going through those no-wake But, zones. you know, I, 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 in the back of my mind, though, and, and, and as long as you've been fishing, you got mm. as much experience as I do, I knew I didn't have it won. Really? I knew I didn't. No, I oh. knew I needed because <laughs> I was thinking about that. The guy that won, you know, I, I thought he was the only one. He was talking about losing big ones every day and stuff, and, and, and I knew there was a real good potential for him to catch 20 to 22. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and I knew with what I had, if he had 21, he had me, and he had 22 pounds. Yep. I mean, that's that's how it is. It was, you know. I mean, he won he won the tournament. You know, it's it awesome. Kudos to him. I mean, I I'm tickled with the tournament. Of course, there's a ninety five thousand dollar difference between first and second. <laughs> you know, that kind of stung a little bit. If you know what I mean. Is it that much? Oh yeah. 95. I won th- I won thirty thousand for uh, second. Okay. And, and first 125. is one hundred twenty five. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's a. It's it's a it's a big it's a big stinger, but uh, you know it was still a great tournament for me, and and, and I doubled my money from ninth to second, right? You know, so it's still a great you know, and a, and a couple of more points at the end of the year, you know, you never know what might make the difference between making the cup or mm-hmm. angler of the year, or whatever, a couple extra points. It was just a great event, and and, and you know, and, and to come out on I guess what everybody's been calling it now, it's Judgment Sunday, to come out on Judgment Sunday and and you know and drop a big bag, you know where in any typical tournament everybody's weights keep dropping off and off and off, right? You know to to drop the biggest bag of the entire event by like four pounds, the biggest bag of the entire event, drop that down on the scales on Judgment Sunday. That's kind of badass. That that is badass, and it, and it builds the wizard. Brand <laughs> right, the it wizard, was the grass wizard, the grass wizard. They caught them all on a shell bed. All shell bed. But <laughs> <laughs> who knew you knew how to fish shell yeah, right? Hey, I'll get some old flipper. <laughs> Are you able to find those shell beds on your sonar? You know what? Honestly, and I'm not going to make a Lawrence commercial out of this. I can now. Is that right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Using side scan. Using the or? side the side imaging. What, what, I can absolutely. What is, what is it you do, or what is it you see? That, the, what that, what now now I put the uh, the chir- is it the chirp sonar it's a combination sonar box and if you and if you look it up on tackle warehouse or whatever it's but it's basically an amplifier that that gives that gives more power to to your unit and to the the all in one structure structure and transducer okay and it is so much more clear now that I literally can. It can shoot even through grass and see and see shell beds. I mean it because what how you can see wow. those shell beds, they're 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 hard. You know they're hard. Right. They're, they're dense. Understand. And, and when when you have more power into that unit, it's sending out a harder a harder uh, you know chirp and it's getting a harder return back. So I can actually see that stuff uh-huh. through the grass. Right. You know and, and and you can see obviously you can see the grass on your side imaging. Uh-huh. But then you'll see what I call a really hard return, which is a bright area. Okay. A bright area in the grass. And, and, the, and the, the harder the substrate that the sonar signal is bouncing off of, the brighter or harder of a return you're going to get. 
and that's how you can actually see, and that thing's got so much power now. I mean, we may actually be radioactively frying the fish's brains that are getting hit by it, but I certainly can tell you that I can see everything I need to see. Man, that's that's huge. And, you know, for, we're talking about shell beds. Shell beds are, man, they're a bait fish magnet. They're a big fish magnet. Well, they're the bait fish magnets, what it is. I don't think the fish give a damn about them. You're right. But the bait fish come and they're feed. attracted there. Yep. The bait fish come and feed on the algae that grows on them, and wherever the food is, that's where the big fish are going to be. That's where I'm going to be. That's where Pete's going to be. Look at us. That's where the, where the food is. Is where the big boys are going. That, and and to be able to find that with your sonar, you, it used to be you have to drag a Carolina rigger, throw a crankbait, be able to feel those I remember, shells. I remember Timmy Horton used to carry a. Uh, a PVC pipe around, and he would drag that PVC pipe yeah. along, and when he felt it going... There you go. That's when he knew he was rounding it. Yeah, so uh, Lawrence has definitely brought us a lot further than that. Well, that's amazing what's happening in the world of technology. But uh, but I appreciate you being... I know you got a schedule to keep. Are you... <laughs> Are you uh, you want to promote wizard jigs or selling them? Yeah, here at the definitely. Show? We we, What's going we on? just dropped the uh, grass wizard jig. It it really is, honest to God, it is the best grass jig on the market. It's made by Nichols Lures. It's got a vertical line tie and a pointed head, and it slithers through grass better than anything, Excellent. in my opinion. And 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 with you doing a lot of fishing up north, you know, there's a, you'll know too. A jig is way more efficient. And landing fish and, and hooking up on fish than a Texas rig is. But mm-hmm. a Texas rig slides through the grass so much easier. Right. So with most jigs, you're picking grass off of it all the time and everything. And, and But with the Texas rig, slithers do a lot better, but you miss a lot of fish. So I, I strained and strained and strained and worked and finally got a jig that will slither through grass as good as a, as good as a, a Texas rig. And it's and, called and the wizard. The grass wizard jig. And it hooks up. I mean, it just it just like any other jig. It's a solid hook set. You don't have to worry about the daggum net, man. You just boat flip them things right in the boat, and, and you got them. And it just really works out so much better. The only thing with it is, and I'm, I'm up front with this, this jig does not come through wood. And it doesn't say wood wizard on the front of it. It says grass wizard on the front of it. But I'm going to be the first one to tell you, it does not come through mm-hmm. wood. A vertical line tie jig mm-hmm. gets hung up in the, the little V's of the wood. Gotcha. It doesn't come through. If you want if you want a wood jig, get a get a horizontal line tie wood jig. Nichols makes some great ones of those too. Excellent. But but it's a it's a it's a grass wizard jig. We just dropped it here. Tackle Warehouse has it. Um, Dicks are going to have some. There's lots of places here. Anybody watching at home, you can go on Tackle Warehouse right now and order them. Half, three quarter, one ounce. Of course, in all of Nichols, good custom colors. Excellent. Well, I appreciate what you do for Bass University. I I, I I enjoy what I do for Bass University. You did you did some great seminars for us this year. I, I really do, and and I, hopefully we keep doing them for years and years to come. Absolutely, and you can see those. We recently launched your or one of your seminars. We got another one that's going to be coming up real soon, so you can subscribe to BassU.TV and check all that stuff out. And if they want to follow JT uh, social, J- how J- do you do that? JT Kenny Fishing, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, YouTube, everything is JT Kenny Fishing. Um, I do a lot of dumb stuff. I do some pretty interesting stuff. I do all kinds of stuff on there. But, uh, yeah, I encourage everybody to check check it out on social media, JT Kenny Fishing. And next time you come, I think you should bring some of that Crown Royal and, you know, we'll medicate your foot. <laughs> well, I, I want to medicate it from the top down. <laughs> you know, I don't want to pour it on the foot. I want to medicate it from the that, top well, down. That, that's how it works. Man, we'll take care of that wheel. 
Don't stand on it too much. I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks, Pete. I love being here every time. Oh, man, it was great, it was great having you. A lot of fun. And uh, maybe we'll see you at the after party tonight at the... Uh, uh, pretty good chance. At the at the idea at Lucky's here in Houston, if you guys are watching. I think we're going to swamp that place. Yes, awesome. Can't but, wait. Uh, hey, man, thanks a bunch, and we'll catch up with you real soon. All right, brother. Thanks, everybody. Now we're, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to have another special guest come and visit with us. As I hobble away. As he hobbles away. Try not to knock over the camera as you go. Oh, hold on, i got to get my cane. <laughs> but uh, we've got a, another really cool cool guest coming. He's a friend of the Ike Live Show. Thank you, JT. Look at that wheel. That th- it looks like something from The Walking Dead, Bri. Yes, it does. It really does. Well, come on in, Steve. I want to... I want to introduce you to somebody that you've probably heard of on the Ike Live show, but maybe this is the first time you're getting to meet him. And uh, and his name is Steve Donis. How are you, buddy? All right, how Thanks are you? for being thank, here, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I, you for having me. I, I appreciate you being here. Now, Steve, uh, it's a really cool story, I think, you know. And uh, Steve is an illustrator. Yes. And um, you started doing characters of the Ike Live crew. I did, yeah. And, um, you know, started sharing them with us. Retweeting, we started retweeting stuff, using your stuff to, yeah. to promote the Ike Live show because it was so so cool, man. But that wasn't your full time job. You no, just, no, you no, just no. did it on the side. No, actually, I uh, I worked in finance and um, uh, it just came through an idea. My wife actually asked me to send a picture over to uh, the Ike show, not knowing that you guys were actually starting around the same time. I okay. had no idea. So um, I just Mike uh, liked the. The pictures, the the drawings I was making, and he started uh, tweeting them, putting them on the you know on Twitter and social media, and uh, I started giving them more and more and more, and um, it took off. I mean, it, you know, one thing led to another, and I started doing this full time, and uh, so, it's always been the that, show. Well, that, that, that well, it's absolutely amazing. So yeah, yeah. we take full responsibility for your career. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. That's really good. So. So how did that all go down? I mean, you're drawing pictures. I'm being attacked <laughs> by by uh, by JT. He's yeah, coming back in the scene. But, but so you're you're working in finance. I was working in working finance. in a cubicle. Working in a cubicle. Drawing pictures on the side. Got you tremendously talented. But you start <laughs> you. getting this stuff showcased. Yeah. And um and 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 what happened? I mean, who? Who noticed you? How, how did you get into uh, a position After I there? started doing this, I started, uh, you know, uh, putting my work all over the place, uh, sending it to different uh, places that get them uh, acknowledged. And I got a call back from DC Comics. I got DC uh, Comics. Image Comics to give me a chance to send stuff in. And uh, I've been doing uh, backgrounds and things like that, you know, for, uh, for certain uh, pages that they give me. And so now what I'm doing is I actually started my own comic. Um, uh, it's called... Uh, uh, what's it called? It's iStayTuned.com is the place where you can go in and watch and get hooked. That's the name of the comic, Hooked. Awesome. Yeah. So so you got a call from D.C., you started getting work, you started seeing this as an opportunity. How cool was it? How did this letter of resignation thing go, and how cool was that experience? Well, I was just, I, you know, I went to the, uh, at work, I just realize what i really want to do and what makes me happy and god bless you. i went off to one yeah and is and everything is because of god <laughs> that, that happened yes absolutely and uh and like i said before though the, the ike live show i mean uh folks they really take you in they really take you in this is the real deal whatever they do whatever everything they do comes from the heart really man well 
Well, we appreciate you, man. You did you did great stuff. And, uh, Thank you very much. And Thank then you. now, so then you you're, you're now, man, you're you're doing what like I'm living the dream, right? I'm I was yes, an engineer, you know. I worked in a cubicle, and uh, and and now I for 20 years now I've been making in my life competing in tournaments, building things like the Bash I'm University. With the dean. You know, <laughs> I'm becoming the dean, yeah. and um, you know, so I'm I, I'm able to do what I love. For a living, and I feel very, very blessed, and and I, and I feel, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled for you. Thank that, you, thank that you. Now this is it's, something that you're able to do. Yes, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing from the Lord. That's what it is to be able to do what you love to do, and to have people appreciate it. It's the the greatest feeling in the world. I can, I can imagine that's definitely yeah. true. So you got a new comic coming yes. out? Yes, it's hooked. If I can show you a little I, promo here. Absolutely. I'm gonna hold up to the screen here if you guys can see it. Up is higher. It clear. A little higher? Right there. A little lower. How's it looking there? A little lower. Go a little lower. Right. Go right. to the left. Yeah. Go to the little left. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you can see it there. All right. This That's is called. A, let me, let me. Oh, there it is. Wow. Look yeah. at that. Uh, it's hooked. It's a comic. If you go to istaytune.com, and that's with two O's. I have a. Right here, a little. A pic that you can see there, istaytune.com, and subscribe. The subscriptions keep the, the website going. So, Excellent. Uh, it's a webcomic, and then uh, with as many subscriptions that we have, we can make this into, you know, it's going to get printed. I love the title. It's hooked, right? It's a fishing It's a com- fishing so what's comic. The, what's it's the story? It's about bass fishing tournaments. That's what it's about. Okay, so it's about my life. Exactly. Yeah. Am I, am I am I going to be featured in the? I am going to put you in there, Mr. Yeah. Busek. I am going to put you in there. And uh, a guy named Brian the Carpenter. And, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, it adds a little bit of drama. Uh, it shows how families work also in okay. uh, taking care of, I, you know, I happen to have a, a daughter who has a, a cerebral palsy uh, disability, so it shows a little bit of that or what it, it, it takes to live with people with disabilities and uh, things like that, you know, things that will just, it's drama that covers and it's all involved with bass fishing, folks, which is the greatest sport in the world. Absolutely the greatest yeah. sport in the world. All right, so you're a hardcore bass guy too? I love fishing. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that's why the other day when you were talking about giving some tips, my ear was open, my friend. Yeah, I, had a, I had a big crowd there, you oh, know, yeah. showing oh, yeah. the demonstrating how to yeah, cast a baitcaster. Yes, that, that's what the dean does. That's but, what the uh, dean does. <laughs> so this is the new comic. This is the future for you. Is there yes. any anything, yes. any other projects in the works? Or? There's a lot of projects coming up, but uh, um, a lot of illustration uh, uh, that um, I'm going to keep doing for Ike Live always, because that's always the the Ooh. thing I promised from the beginning. I'm never going to stop doing that. Amazing. I mean, I I love the show. I would appreciate it if you could take 20 or 30 pounds off of me in your future drawings. <laughs> I will. I will. You know, that'd be a good deal. Uh, I'll make it an instant diet. Maybe 40. You don't need one. Yeah, all right. That, that'd be good. That'd be good. If I ever feature myself, I'll knock off another 30 pounds, too. <laughs> well, hey, congratulations on your thank new you career. Much. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for all that you do for Ike Live. Thank you for having and, um, me. And, you know, you. we appreciate you being here. And you've been hanging out with us all weekend. Yeah. It's really been great to get to know you. Oh, it's so and, awesome to get to know you guys, too. And go Ike. We want Ike yeah, to win. Yeah, how about that? Ike Let's all pull for Ike. We don't have an update, but he's still sitting on two fish last we checked. So exactly. Hopefully he's got a few more in the box. Exactly. Look forward to uh, watching him weigh in here in short order. But what we're going to do is take a break. Okay. And we're going to we're going to bring on another good friend of mine, Charlie Hartley. He's got more oh, energy and enthusiasm than anybody in the sport of fishing. So you're going to want to stay for that. We'll be right back in a few minutes. I'm Pete Gluzak for Ike Live. <laughs> 